0: didn't cry on the day
1: she died, she couldn't stand the tears But
2: I could feel the cold wind blow like a ghost inside the mirror
0: I couldn't pray on the day he died, a man I never knew I watched these sins on down the river Say a prayer for my mother, a quiet
1: tear for my father.
3: We are back, folks. We are doing it again. Our end of year top 25 for 2023. We know you guys always enjoy these episodes because it gives you a more or less a guideline, a guide to new music. Maybe you've missed throughout the year. And we enjoy doing these too because it gives us a chance to reflect on the albums that have we've been listening to since January 1 and here we are um the beginning of a new year with hope for new music and excitement over new music and we're ready to reflect on what's we've been listening to and keep in mind you know we're not a big publication we're not rolling stone we're not spin magazine we're not some big blog that Ranks, ranks albums and then when you read the list you're like well these guys aren't rock music who the hell are these guys never heard of these guys we're passionate music fans we love talking music we love listening to music uh between myself and chris who's my co-host who i'll introduce here shortly w- we just love everything about the opportunity to discover new music new bands or new music from legacy artists and our friends on the groove council who we've come to know over the last few years as great people, great music fans as well. So the list that you're getting, the list that you're reading isn't just some name or is it just some pick or choice that we, that we or the, our friends chose. It's legitimate passion for this music. And it's not just for an article that we got to hit to all fields and make sure we have a band that does this and make sure we have a band that does that or whatever the case. And however these clickbait big publications choose their, choose their, uh, top albums, we do it because we genuinely have a love for every choice that we have. So know that we've really thought this out and we've prepared and it takes a while to prepare for this episode. And we're ready to do it. And before we do mention, I just want to say, Hey, I am Jay Scott. I am your host of the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast, part of the Pantheon podcast network. You can check out Pantheon podcast at pantheonpodcast.com, as well as Pantheon pods on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, as well as the Hook Rocks on all three of those platforms. Don't forget to like and subscribe to all podcast platforms that you listen to our show on. We do appreciate any five star review that you're able to Leave us and tell us how you feel about the episode. And if you set your app to automatic download, you get the latest episodes right to your phone. You get to enjoy the latest episodes, like our Festivus of Grievances that was released on New Year's Eve with Jason from All Things Blues and Southern Rock, as well as our quarterly rankings. We do those every year, four times a year, at the end of every three months. Hence the quarterly rankings, top 10. So check that out. That's really kind of like the depth of, This episode, once you listen to our top 25, if you want to really want to listen to all the episodes we also liked that maybe we couldn't narrow it down enough to make the top 25, you'll hear in our quarterly episodes. So check that out. Of course, uh, we had a a little bit of a break throughout December, but um, we also had Lacey and Jason from Bourbon House at the beginning of the month. They've got a new single, Running Hot, as well as Jennifer from Ignescent, great Chicago area metal band. That's making a lot of headway, too, as well. They're now on Frontier Records. And all the episodes we did throughout the year, like having Rick Nielsen on, George Lynch on twice, Don and L.A. Guns talking, Tracy Guns, talking about Eddie Van Halen and his friendship on the anniversary of his passing. So many great episodes. John Nano from Dirty Honey. We tackled so many great subjects. You know, the Live Nation, Monopoly, AI, and the growth of that. There's a lot to get to this past year, and we're very proud of the episodes that we did. So, please check out all those and more. But like I said, here today, we are doing what we always do at the beginning of each year. This is our fifth year doing it. If you want to look back at the albums that I chose the last four years 2019, Rival Sons, Feral Roots, 2020, Richie Kotzen, 50 for 50, 2021, uh, The Pretty Reckless, Death by Rock and Roll, and 2022. Goodbye, June. See where the night goes. And who will be at the top of my list? We've broken this down into two episodes. Our top 25 are going to count down from 25 to 11 on this one. And without further ado, it's my partner in crime. The one, the only, the Colorado King. King? <laughs> a Vancouver Canuck fan. It's the Colorado Canuck. It's not really Canadian. He's just a Canuck fan. It's Mr. Chris Corretti, what's going on, man? How are you?
2: I am doing well. I thought I would throw on a Canucks jersey just to fuck with you at the start of our long, long
3: journey. <laughs> yeah, I did that, and I've kind of thrown off a little bit. So, very disgusted by your choice in clothing today. Uh, let's try to do better next time.
2: <laughs> for, for part two, we'll do better. Yes, yes. Happy a Year, man. It's yeah, yeah, happy New Year. So so, at the start of this, since we're going to quickly go over two thousand twenty three we always do this. What did you think as a whole of two thousand twenty three i I have been very kind of down on two thousand twenty three as as a whole, but when you make your final list, you you kind of look back and go, "Hey, this wasn't bad so I, I think two thousand twenty three for me was really top heavy you know and and certainly not in the same realm as previous years but what did before we jump into this what did you think
3: i felt it was a good year i thought it was better than last year because last year was kind of sputtering you've got some good stuff um throughout the year but nothing like the volume that we had this year but this year was nothing like the volume we had in 2021 2021 in my opinion is still the benchmark for quality of music um, that was released on any any year that, since we've been doing this, and any year that I can remember. But this was a good year, and I think, like you said, um there was a lot to listen to. There was a lot of bands that I felt maybe didn't hit the mark that maybe that we we're used to hearing. Um, and I don't know if, because you got to remember, the albums that really came out after the pandemic, a lot of those albums, bands were sitting at. For right. because they didn't uh they didn't know when they could release it or how it would impact them if, when they released it. So this is stuff this year, um, uh, without the with the exception of a few that really was created once the floodgates opened, the doors opened, lockdowns were no longer um, and we moved on from COVID, even though COVID still exists, but yeah, I just think maybe there was, for some bands, there was maybe a little bit of a rush to get stuff out because they hadn't created in so long. Um, I thought a lot of bands had their moments with songs on albums, but as a whole, the albums kind of were kind of wonky a little bit, kind of not, uh, not a full, uh, full conceptual piece, if that makes sense. Not a concept album, but just as a vision, I thought it was a little wonky, but, When we were, when I was ranking the albums, I will say this. This was my toughest list to rank since we've been doing this. Because, like you said, it was very top heavy. The good stuff was really great. Um, you know, the stuff that we're going to talk about. So I probably could have done a top 30 to 35 list. There's probably about 10 albums that, damn, maybe deserve to really be on the list, but, um, Top 25 was tough. Well, I should say this. The majority of top 25 was for me already set. I knew a right. lot of albums I was going to pick. It was the placement that was probably the toughest. Not toughest, which albums to choose. The toughest was where these albums go because there was a lot of level playing field. It was, there was probably, in my opinion, I would say outside of the top 10, because Oh, no. I don't uh, know. <laughs> Any of these albums, probably from the first top twenty, could have been in my top ten, and very could have been number one. That's how strong I believe the stuff was. But as far as the top thirty-five goes, yeah, there was about another five, definitely another five, maybe a few after that that I that it could have been on, included on this list, but of course they were.
2: Yeah, no, this is this was an interesting year. It was, yeah. I don't know that I could have... I mean, I could have done a top 35, but I feel like a top 25 is is right in, and there was obviously some really really good EPs. I don't like the fact that we're getting a lot of EPs. I feel like that's the way it's going, but there were a lot of good EPs this year, but I didn't put any EPs on my top 25, so... Might be the last year.
3: <laughs> I Yeah, I'm not a fan of the EPs, too. I understand why bands are doing it. Um, but, I'll take an
2: EP over three singles throughout the year though
3: yeah definitely do that but no I thought it was a very good satisfying year for music Um, I love the connections that I had with a lot of these records for me there was a lot of connecting and maybe it was because you know I was dealing with the health issue all year it kind of concluded at the last month of the of the um of the year. So I had a lot of time to listen to music because I had a lot of, you know, I wasn't really doing much. Uh, my son went away to school this year, so I had a lot of more free time to do and listen to, listen to music. So I really connected on a level that um, a lot more than I had had before in the past. So I really did appreciate that.
2: Well, then... Let's, I'm, I'm curious, as you're 25, I know, I know your struggle.
3: I struggled. I was telling Chris before we got on that there was probably three, four albums that could have been in my last pick. And I just decided on this probably about, in my head, about a minute ago, which one I'm going to go
2: And the funny thing is, or, or the good thing is, is that those other three bands, they don't know. right?
3: They don't know. Well, they might know. Who knows? Um, It's a band that I was introduced to this year, my number 25 pick. I'll start it off. And I had the pleasure of of interviewing the singer a few months ago. It was such a great conversation, and it really made me dive even more into this album than I already had the one thing that really struck me that I had never heard someone talk about in a podcast interview is the music is world building when you consider the concept of the songs and the mythology that is really entrenched in the music you really start to notice the world building and you really start to notice what this band is trying to do and trying to do. Um they're labeled a stoner rock band. And we've talked a lot about it this year, especially with our friend Rich at Buzzdoom Rip about how that label has really I think stopped that genre getting a wider audience. Because people who don't get stoned kind of turn away from it because it kinda of has already, it's already labeling them as a fan if they like that music. A lot of people feel that way, so maybe there's a different label it can have at some point. But nevertheless, the music in this genre, as George Lynch said in an earlier interview, there is the purest form of rock music being released. Whether it's stoner rock, desert rock, you can even put doom rock in there too, as well in some form. It really is, and. and And the influences that this band has is very reminiscent of early metal, late 70s and into the early 80s, like your early priests, your motorheads, your early maidens. And the band is Green Lung, and the album is This Heathen Land. I just couldn't get away from it. I I remember when I went to bed last night, and I didn't have it on my list originally, and I couldn't sleep because I was like, man, how can I leave this album off my top twenty five because I've listened to it so much. And it's a really great album. I'm like, well, these other albums are really good too. So it was tough to to make my final choice, but I think I made the right one with Green Long. And you know, some of the music on here is just absolutely great. Um Hunters in the Sky, which I mentioned in the video in our quarterly episode, because it was released in the fourth episode or fourth quarter. Such a odd like just our very artistic video, which I think you should check out, Green Lung, Hunters in the Sky. It's a fantastic, different video. It's very interesting. You can't, can't keep your eyes off of it. Um, Mountain Throne is a great song. Maxine, Witch Queen is great. One for Sorrow are some of the highlights. Check it out. This Heathen Land by the UK band Green Lung.
2: Very popular pick in our group. Well, especially in the fourth quarter. But I, as I've been... Seeing what everyone's been picking in our group, that's making some top 10. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of people very happy with you on that. <laughs> so my, my list was fairly easy to, to compile. And like you said, it was one of those where are you going to slot picks. And at the last minute, I did a switch. <laughs> to this number 25 I had forgotten about it when I saw it I thought I have to have this on here I 100% have to have it on here and it's the second album and the first one in like 8 or 9 years from a UK trio Howling Black Soul the album is The Other Side it came out in September did not make a list so this is one of my um, albums that didn't make a quarterly list that comes in Um and it makes my twenty-five. But there's there's two songs, "Lifeless" and "Memory of You." Again, if you're if you're looking to to, to go check this out, two really good songs, very well written, very well played. Um, but the thing, I, I remember seeing this Terry, I believe Terry from our group turned me onto this band through a playlist. But they also followed me on Twitter, and I, I remember this distinctly clicking on their band can't blink and seeing them describe, they describe themselves as free meets black Sabbath with like a 1972 amp or something like that. And I thought that's, that's, that's pretty ballsy. But then you go play it and, and, and you go, I get this, I get this. I like it. So uh, again, uh, follow it down. I'll be calling, but memory of you and lifeless really are my two big ones they really do back up the free meat Sabbath um, claim. So if no one out there has heard of them, go check them out. And if you have heard of them, awesome. Uh, but my number 25, Howling Black Soul, the other side.
3: Nice. That's nice. When was that release? What quarter? Uh, third quarter.
2: It was in September. So, right. Yeah. Third quarter. Third quarter.
3: Cool. Yeah, I got to check that out. I'm not familiar with that. So, Again, that's one of the reasons why these episodes are so great for you, the listener, is because as I have not heard of some of this stuff and I'm not familiar with it, I'm going to go check out after this episode. You get to hear all this. I mean, we're going to have, we're going to talk about hundreds of albums between this episode and part two. So get your notebook on, grab your notes app on your phone, whatever you need to do. But this is really a guide for you into listening to new rock because you've been told for years that there's no good new rock and that is quite wrong and love to hear anyone's feedback please let me know send me emails my emails on my social media account dm me on social media um let me know what you think of some of the stuff that you're listening to but great pick from chris at number 25 when do you got at 24 24 is a band that i absolutely love um And I like the fact that there's a lot of growth from album to album. And in talking with them and getting to know them more over the last couple years, they have a a direction that they're going in the future. In the very short future, probably not this year, but probably 2025 is when this band is really going to take the necessary step for them to get any traction, I believe. Because I think they're kind of at They're at the peak of where they can go based on where they're at in their music. I know they got a new album coming out in 2025, but I just mean creatively and I think musically the the move that they're going to be making soon is going to be much needed and it's going to help their music even more um, and get it to the next level. Because when you're around a lot of musicians and when you're around a lot of creative people, you just become more creative and even do things that you wouldn't normally do in terms of finding influences and whatnot. This album was released, I think at the end of the first quarter. Um, and it's blues based rock, which is kind of where my sweet spot is. And there are just some, some great music on this album. And that's the fourth album by the band Bourbon House. Uh, really enjoyed This album really enjoyed how this band is is getting better each step of the way. Able to see them live a couple times this year. I started out the year going to see them up in Wisconsin during a snowstorm. And normally it takes me about an hour to get up to Milwaukee from Chicago. Took me almost three with just. (laughs) And then I had to drive back. And Wisconsin doesn't plow until the snow has stopped. Whereas when you get in Illinois, the roads are pretty clear throughout because Illinois just has a better um, public works department, so to speak. Illinois does. So the uh, the album features some really great gems, some really good, uh, really good music uh, that were that's on the album. One of the great songs that I really enjoy is "High Road Gypsy," which is just great. Love the album. I love 20 to Life, which is great. And there's a gem on there called Blue Magic that you should check out. I love the the, the mid-tempo songs that they do. Slow Burn off their previous album is one of my favorites, if not my favorite song from the band. This is kind of a sister song, but I really do enjoy Blue Magic. So check out the band from Wisconsin. At least they're in Wisconsin, based in Wisconsin right now. Who knows where they'll end up? on uh, the next couple of years, but that is Bourbon House, and the album is the fourth album. Nice, nice.
2: My twenty-four is very similar to how you described Bourbon House. I think I don't. I don't know this. I wouldn't know this. We'd have to ask like, someone like Terry if if they are poised to make a much bigger leap than they already have. But I think the way you described Bourbon House is the same way I would describe those damn crows, who was my 24 with their album Inhale Exhale. It's their third album and they seem to just be building. They're just stacking like quality and quality and quality. And this album uh is 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 really good. I it was number eight for me in the first quarter. Um which I felt really low, was really low, but that first quarter of this year turned into a monster, you know, in retrospect. But um, this one, just the further into the album, it really builds and the better it gets and the better it gets. But I think as a whole, the band musically, vocally, but lyrically, lyrically they, they've always been really good, but everything else took a step up with this. And, and I hope... That they become even bigger than they are in the UK, and I don't know how they are in your. I hope they're huge. I would love for them to be huge here too. Um, but I, my, my favorite songs then were actually the favorite songs now. Um, I really like uh, "I Am," "See You Again," "Find a Way," and then "Lay It All on Me." I just there's just something about all of those songs, uh, and you know, for me, it's always. Guitar than vocals. And this band is the same way. Every band that we'll talk about today is most likely going to be guitars and vocals, guitars and vocals. One, I can look into the future and say it's definitely vocals than guitar, (laughs) but for the most part. um, But I I feel like Those Damn Crows and and Bourbon House, we can describe in a similar way. I, I think maybe Those Damn Crows is a little higher up on the food chart right now. But but maybe not. But I feel like, much like you were saying, they might be poised. Urban House might be poised in, in years to come. I feel like Those Damn Crows is there and poised to really, really jump. And if not, I hope so. <laughs> so, my number 24, Those Damn Crows, Inhale, Exhale. And sorry, Terry. I know Terry is listening. She's... T- Ten minutes into this episode, and she is already lighting an effigy of me on fire for having this album so low.
3: <laughs> great album, and it's a great pick. Um, yeah, uh, I love the band, and uh, this album um, didn't make my any of my picks when it was released because I didn't have time to sit with it. But it is a it is a great album. It Really, is. yeah. Yep.
2: All right, we're moving along. Twenty three.
3: 23 is an album we just talked about in the quarterly uh, fourth quarter. second album we talked about that's our so far on my list, Green Lung being the first in this one. Again, one of my favorite bands over the last decade or so really took a different approach on this album. I thought, as I mentioned in the fourth quarter rankings, that this album is very introspective, whereas a lot of the other albums are very observant. Um, that makes sense to people. What I mean by that is they're writing really about what they see and, and, and what they're observing in, in life and situations where I thought Lightbringer really touched on, you know, what they were feeling inside out of all that, right? Like, how's that affecting them and what they're, what they're feeling themselves? And I just felt between Jay and Scott Holiday, um, sort of great tandem for me. Yep. Yep. And yeah, Lightbringer is different than previous Rival Sons albums. I mentioned Feral Roots at the beginning, one of my favorite albums of all time. This album really does grow on you. you got to listen to it a few times if you're in that Rival Sons mode. It's a little off-center, but it's still a great album. My number 23 pick is Lightbringer by Rival Sons. That's a good pick. That's,
2: um, did that make your list? That did make your list, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just I'm thinking back and I'm like, it was wasn't too long ago that we talked about this. How did I know how did I um did uh did Dark Fighter make your list? No. It, your quarter list, not not that not, not the yeah, year in yeah, list. Yeah. It, did. It, okay. it did. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um all right, well my number three twenty-three, I'm sorry, uh was ironically enough, it's funny how this happens an album that came out in the first quarter, and it made my rankings, and it was seven, so one spot above those, damn Crows. And in the year-end rankings, kind of follows the same path. But um album came out in February. It was from Richard Turbo. I honestly don't remember which one. Um, But Australian band. The band is Child. The album is Soul Murder. And it's just... It's a really heavy blues psychedelic album really enjoyable um, it's hard to describe this album and it's certainly I think I mentioned this when we talked about it way back when but it's one of those where if you hear the album or, or I mean if you if you see the album and the title and you see the cover has nothing it, it to me it doesn't match the music that's contained in uh, the music is is really uh, there's a finesse and there's some soul but there's there's a little edge to it uh free and humble is a great song feels like hell um but my my two favorites are soul murder and moment in time and I think I talked about moment in time because there's a there's a a, a tone that is had on the guitar in this song that I can still I probably haven't listened to this album in a couple weeks and I can still. I hear the tone and the line of that song, and it just—it's one of those albums that sticks with you. Obviously, not as much as others because it comes in at twenty-three, <laughs> but um, uh, it's such a—it's such a great song. So, if you guys don't know the band, it's Child in the album Soul Murder. If you haven't given it a listen, definitely check out the song Moment in Time. If you like that jump further in but uh thanks to turbo or rich or both of you if it was if it was a recommendation from both of you but uh my number twenty three soul murder by child
3: is this only on bandcamp it's a great question because I tried finding it and tried listening to it and I couldn't find it
2: um I know I have it from Bandcamp um, I don't know if it's on, like, I, I'm an Amazon music person. I don't know if it's on Amazon. Okay.
3: I should go check. Yeah. No. We'll check and
2: let everyone know.
3: <laughs> yeah. I want to check that because I know you mentioned it. Was it the first quarter you mentioned it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I just was never able to listen to it. I definitely want to check it out, though. What do you got for 22? 22 uh, is an album that you just mentioned. And it didn't make my quarterly list when it came out. Like I said, I didn't have a chance to sit with it. And that is the follow-up to Point of No Return and by the band Those Damn Crows. And the album is Inhale Exhale. My initial thought on the album when I listened to it towards the end of the first quarter was I liked what I heard. It it seemed like they took another step in their songwriting. Yeah, How they... Created and when I was able to dive into this album throughout the year, it really, it really came to fruition of what I said. Like, really, there's a lot of layers on this album, and the songwriting is a bit more, more friendly in terms of um, melodic, right? I mean, they always had a, 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 a melodic sense to them. But I believe there, it's a little bit more hooky is probably the right term. And I and I think that's gonna benefit them. They still maintain that those damn crows sound, but mm-hmm. it's a step in finding a way to become a little bit brings you in a little bit more. I thought Coin of No Return was one of the best albums of 2021. Yeah. And what makes this album great and different is it does more to pull you. Um, you mentioned some great songs that uh, that I also enjoyed. Uh, I mentioned, or I'm going to mention, you know, the t- this time I'm ready, which is a great song. Matt, uh man on fire, Takedown, see you again, find a way. Great stuff. Great job by those damn crows. Um, great album. Inhale, exhale. Great yeah. Song. I think I
2: forgot to mention man on fire. That's a really good song. Yeah. I'm glad you threw that in there. Yeah. That's a good one.
3: Love it. Go check it out. Great band from the UK. As Chris said, Um, yeah, I hope they, I hope they get to the States at some point.
2: Yeah. Um, my 22 was when we were doing the, the quarterly rankings made the rankings at number 10 in the second quarter. So typically you would think, all right, this is not going to make the year end list. Um, but it just kind of stuck with me and stuck with me. And stuck, or or vice versa. I stuck with it. I stuck with it, and uh, it it's really kind of stuck in the back of my head this entire time. And it's kind of heavy, kind of dark, but yet still familiar and comfortable of the the true sound of the band. Uh, and the album is in times new rowan. The band is Queens of the Stone Age. Um, it's been a while since I really, much like the, I said in the fourth quarter with the Rolling Stones, it's been a while since I really connected with the Stones album. It was a while since I really connected with a band from from these guys. Um, but uh, I think there's, a, a, I think, believe there's nine songs, and seven of them I have literally sitting right in front of me right now <laughs> that, that I really loved. Um, but again, it, it gets kind of dark um and heavy, but I think that's a direct result of everything that Josh was going through in his life um in leading up to the writing of this album. But um again, at the end of the day, emotion sickness I, I think is the preeminent song on the album. It's it's everything you want from Queens of the Stone Age and everything that's familiar and that you love, but it's it's it it's really kind of gets under the surface there. But um so I, I would recommend motion sickness and paper machete if you' if you haven't listened to the album and you're looking for some stuff to 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 check out. so uh, another great album from a great, great band, um, Queens of the Stone Age and in Times New Roman
3: Great pick, great album. We good album this year. Stuck with me. Stuck with me.
2: Yeah. Wow. all right, 21. What 21. do you got?
3: 21 is kind of the same. I, I kind of listened to it once when it first came out, and then I forgot about it after uh, it was released, and when we did our, I think it was second quarter rankings. It wasn't even on my list. This is the second album that did not make any of my quarterly list. Okay, But I had a lot of time, like I said, dealing with a health issue here towards the end of the year, throughout the year. Had a little bit more extra time. My son. Back at uh, or starting college, this finished up his first semester, and I went back and revisited it. I'm like, I've liked everything else from this band leading up to it. Why didn't I not choose it? I need to listen to it, and it's a fantastic album. It really is. Um, a lot of people didn't like their last album. Um, that really, really. Kind of went away from their sound a little bit. That was the battle at Garden State. Um, Do you know anyone who didn't like that album? Maybe my co host didn't (laughs) like that album. Kind of trying to to get away from it. But Starcatcher by Greta Van Fleet is a really good album. And for those that may have not listened to it once or after the first listen or after the second listen, revisit it again because everything that you love about Greta Van Fleet is in this album. It's a really, it's really good. It's, it's different than Battle at Garden's Gate, but it's a lot closer to their first album that they did. And some of the great songs that they have on there, like Meeting the Master, Farewell for Now was just a great song. The Falling Sky, Fate of the Faithful. Just, just a really good album. It really is. Um, I, I love the fact that this band is leading the charge of the new wave of rock. It still is. They're playing arenas. They have a young audience, which is what we want for all these bands. And I can't wait to see what's next. I'm sure they're going to be touring throughout 2024. And I know the big knock on them is they sound just like Led Zeppelin. Nah, that's lazy.
2: I mean, that that's a... That's, uh... That's an eight-year-old trope of laziness right there, right?
3: They do, but a lot of bands sound like Led Zeppelin. And if anything, I think Josh's voice sounds a lot more like Getty Lee and Robert Plant, in my opinion. But that's just me. But check out Starcatcher by Greta Van Fleet, my pick for number 21 and my second album that was not on any of my quarterly lists.
2: I haven't... I've been... More or less off Twitter for about two months, so I haven't seen the the treasure trove of everyone's you know year end lists. Be it the jerk off fancy ones, you know, popular ones, or or all the, the Twitter peoples. Um, how is this doing at, at the end of the year? Is, has is this been a, a fairly popular album? I liked this one significantly more than the last one significantly more.
3: I knew you would, yeah. I don't know where it stands with a lot of people. Um, I haven't, like you, I've been on Twitter, but I kind of stay in my lane now, you know? Like, I just, I don't venture outside of the people I follow and the people I connect with on on Twitter. On Facebook, I don't really do much either. So I don't really do a, a lot of outside reading because... The major publications are going are gonna to trash it, right? Because that's what they do to any rock band now. is They don't give it any attention. They immediately dismiss it. I do know this. Whenever I do see a live video clip, there's a lot of young people there. Oh, yeah. Young people are still connecting with this band. So whether me at 48 or you at the age of 58... Um, <laughs> not that old. 55. No, um... <laughs> is 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 what what forty nine yeah forty nine it's not really our game anymore, right right we talk a lot about a lot of new music because I think we're really passionate and we've heard enough over our lives that we know what good music is, but for these young bands that we mention on here, we really want the younger crowd to to really to really take notice, and that's what they're doing with bands like Event Fleet that's what they're doing with bands like I would say out of all the shows I go to, the new bands that are out there, the youngest crowds are Greta, The Warning, Dirty Honey, The Struts, and I would say Dorothy. Probably the five that had the youngest crowds I've been to. I've been to. So take that for what it's worth.
2: Yeah, yeah. The thing I love, and and I will get off Greta Van Fleet here in a second, but the thing that I find really interesting about them is everything that they've put out is is each one is very different from the previous, right? And each one goes in kind of a different way, and you know, for me, I love some, and I don't love some, but it makes you, it makes me at least think about. Like, what's their next one that's going to come out, and is the next one going to be more of their definitive sound, or what is their definitive sound? It's 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 cool. We, you know, I'm, I want to lop them into something, or I want them to sound like something, and each time it's a little different. So, there's a little excitement that comes with each one. You know, I may not like it, but it's still cool to know that it that there will be more coming, and to see how I'll see how it compares with everything else. You know, it's. Yeah. We're getting into a fun time with them. So Uh, my 21 came out in May, um, made my list of the second quarter. It's, it's a um, awesome, 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 fun album that that I got turbo. Um, I said this last time it's cause I feel like it's, it's really perfect for these guys. The album is an absolute fun mix of everything you like from rival sons and everything you like from the Cadillac three. It's, it's, it's all there. It's, um, it's smokestack rhino. The album is the mojo funk and it. and, And that's what it is. It's a mojo funk. There's a lot of weird shit going on, but it's fun. Um, funky bass lines. You get some fun harmonica, some great riffs and, great vocals but i think the 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 biggest thing about this album is um there's just catchy choruses it's and catchy choruses stick with you and catchy choruses stay with you so when you hear it in may and you're still listening in december you know that really hits so um ultraviolet best song in the album but uh the fun, 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 fun song in the album is Doom Boogie. I feel like Doom Boogie and Motor Boogie from La should always be played back-to-back, you know? <laughs> get, get the best of both worlds. But um, if, if you're looking for to put an album on in New Year to look back and have a lot of fun, you cannot go wrong with the Mojo Funk from Smokestack Rhino. So that's my number 21.
3: This is a great pick. This is one of the albums that... I was fighting for my not, my top twenty five at number twenty five. I love this album. I it's like so fun. much fun, right? It is. Oh, it's so much fun. One Silver Bullet is freaking great. Yeah, Violet is great. I just yeah i I discovered this band late in the year. It wasn't in May. It was probably towards like September, October, and I listened to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Australia yep and they just when you said that I was that that's why I kind of like threw my hands up. I thought you were having a heart attack for a second, I was like oh Jesus, don't do this now this was gonna be on my list, um but yeah, it was this would be like number twenty six or twenty seven for me um honestly God, this is a fantastic album, and it was so close to making my list, but yeah, excellent pick, great pick, yeah
2: no, thanks this this is one of those albums, this one, and there's another one coming up and i I don't see it in front of me so i don't know exactly where where as time went on and i kept listening to it and listening to it and i was like this is easily a year-end top 10 easily 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 a year-end top 10 based on the number of times i'm listening to it and then here we are at 21 i don't know (laughs) so great album yeah no it really is i'm I'm happy you you listened and you liked it that's great so thanks again turbo that's a good one great album all right, top uh,
3: 20. 20. First quarter. I listened to this album. I think it was a it was a bunch of people. recommend. I don't know if it was you or if it was Terry, I know Terry's been on this band for a long time. If I liked it, I'm going to take credit for it. Okay. <laughs> the sound I, I, re, I hadn't listened to it in a few months, then I started preparing for this episode, and I went back to the picks I had in the first quarter. And I revisited it, and I'm like, why haven't I listened to this in, like, three, four months? This is a incredible album. It's got, first of all, it's very powerful in terms of sonically. Like, it really is just, man, it's like one of those albums that if you got on, on uh, if, if the volume's up to 11, it's hitting you in the chest. It's really good. It's got all the elements of, like, Alice in Chains and Soundgarden It's just really, really good stuff. The singer is an absolute treasure of a person. Great dude. Great band.
1: Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a uh, nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts.
0: Listen now, go to americancriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I can't say enough about it. Metamorphosis
3: Deadline Stars is my pick for number 20. Just a fantastic album. just a great um, great selection of songs. I mean, it's very atmospheric too, I want to say. there's a couple other albums on my list that are that are like that. but this tree is just a great song rolled apart, uh, chill. Shiny Light, to me, is probably the highlight of the album. The vocals on that album,
2: or I mean on that song, are off the charts great.
3: So, Metamorphosis, Dead Blanc Stars, great job, guys. I can't wait for the next one, because you guys are a phenomenal band. Yeah, no, that's a great pick.
2: That is it. A, that's, a, that's a really, really good pick. Again, you, you, I didn't realize this until, again, we I started doing this, and I kind of made my preliminary list, and I started looking back, and you go... At least for me, I was like, the first quarter of this year for me was ridiculous good. It was the best quarter of the year by far, and it's not even close <laughs> not even, at least for my list uh, so uh my number twenty um, came out in the third quarter, made the list um it was very popular within our group, especially the the stoner doom contingent of our group um. A band out of DC. I I love I love the political nature of the lyrics. I love I love what they're saying. I love how they're saying it. I love how angry they are. Um, I usually don't dabble in the politics, but you know this is this is good. Again, it's it's just rebellion and resistance and 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 just. Um, frustration, um, it's Baracho, it's blurring the lines of reality, there, I know one of my favorites is is Robin the Hood's favorite, I believe, and it's Architects of Chaos 2, it's super long, uh, and in the end track Burning the Goddess is super long, but, um, there's a lot to like in this album, whether, whether you agree with the message or you disagree with the message, whether you, you... One way or the other, if you just listen to the music, I, I would find it hard to believe that someone who's listening to this podcast would listen to this and be like, this is trash. This is really good stuff. Message aside, musically, this is killer, killer, killer stuff. Um, and the favorite... I don't know what my favorite song is. This is one of those albums where like, every time you listen to it, there's something different. But uh, This Great War has a killer guitar solo and and is written about the Russian invasion of Ukraine. It's a pretty powerful song. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Architects of Chaos 3, just a really cool vocal thing going on in that song. Um, Yeah, it's funny that this is number 20. It's such a powerful album. So, thank you to the band for writing this and and, and performing this. But number 20, Baracho, Blurring the Lines of Reality. Killer, killer album.
3: I always embrace when a band is talking about a sensitive subject, whether it's politics is usually the one that people are so quick to dismiss. Politics and religion. (laughs) Stay in your lane, you're a musician, you don't know anything. (laughs) Musicians live in the world with us, right? Yep. And they are just as much, they are, they are just, they should be given the opportunity to speak their mind just like anybody who goes and pops off on social media yep. about shit that you don't even know half about. So for, for you to get on social media, whoever is listening that gets on social media and retweets things or posts a meme or says something political, they don't have the right to put it in a song. You'd, you'd probably do the same thing if you could write a song. You know, That's true. So... You know, I never want to dissuade anybody from sharing their political views, whether it's things that align with my thoughts or whether they don't. That's up to the listener, whether to turn it on or turn it off or lower the volume or skip to the next song whatever. But we need to stop with this dismissing of, you know, they shouldn't think about politics. Why? They live in the world with us. They have views and opinions just like we do. But they also have the ability to write music about it. Okay. Right. So whether you're a plumber, you know, putting out a post on Facebook or Twitter, or whether you're ex military, everyone has the right to their own opinion. Everyone has the right to, to feel and embrace it, listen to it. And if you just still disagree, then move on to the next song. Okay. Okay. Another boxy moment there here in the hook rocks, but Go on with your bad self. <laughs> what do you got for 19? 19 This is such a fun band. I mean, every time I listen to their music, I am always in a great mood when I'm done with it. It's just, it's light. It's got a little bit, you know, there's some depth to it. There's some introspective, but it does the tone and the melody and the hooks are always there. The hooks are always going to feed you. The melodies are always going to like, just take you to another place. And the album is pretty vicious by the struts. It's such... I mean, this band is so good, and they're so tight. Um, and if you have not seen them live yet, you really need to. I've been banging this drum for however long doing this show. The Struts live is absolutely incredible. I've seen them probably three or four times. Just an absolute breathtaking experience. A lot of fun. People are dancing. There's young people in the crowd. There's people my age, but it's predominantly younger people. But... This is just a band that you must see. It's a band that I think is really a strong suitor for what the next generation is. Like I mentioned, Greta Van Fleet, The Warning, Dirty Honey, The Struts. You know, a lot of these bands that are just rising and continue to rise. Uh, but it's pretty vicious. The the title track, Pretty Vicious, is like an up-tempo Wicked Game by Chris White. It's got like the similar guitar tone and it's so well done. It's such a kick-ass album gotta love the struts pretty vicious another album from my fourth quarter list so far i think that's the third one
2: yeah so the fourth quarter was strong for you yeah because these weren't these weren't high up at your fourth quarter i mean they were on there but mid, they, were, they
3: were they were mid yeah mid?
2: okay yeah. okay um my number 19 is an album that i'll be honest with you it made a list in the second quarter and until I started making this list, I probably didn't listen to it in three or four months. I completely, like you were saying with, um, with Greta, I completely forgot about it. And as I started like slowly compiling stuff, I put it on and went, holy shit, how did I forget about this? Um, it, it's it, It's hard rock, blues, a little bit of pop, some soul. How do you forget about an album like that? Um, it's Chronicles of the Kid from Aaron Jones. I I don't know how he's not bigger. I think I said this when we talked, and we probably say this every time we talk about him offline. This guy should be huge, huge, huger than he is now. Um, my America, how's that? Just not like playing on every station even a pop station you know this guy should be on like Good Morning America if that fucking show is still on <laughs> you know he should be he should be um, uh, flying the rock flag but his lyrics in the sky is tr- this guy is crying um, hit the, the feeling that he puts in in his music and in his playing um, he's obviously a wonderful songwriter he's a hell of a lyricist but that stuff is all great. His playing of the guitar is out of this world. He's he's such a, a joy to listen to because he gives you the he gives you the fun, he gives you the party, and then he like pulls you back into some real serious shit. Like stuff that I've never experienced, you know, and it kind of like sets your mind there. And then he pulls he moves you back over here and you're back to listening and stopping your feet and having a good time. Um Aaron Jones Chronicles of the Kid, hell of an album. And again, like this guy should have been playing New Year's Eve parties, right? On on like when they drop the ball, this guy should be out there doing that. I don't know who was on there, but this guy should have been on there. (laughs) So that's my number nineteen. Aaron Jones Chronicles of the Kid. I know this was his second album, but and he's been cranking. Guy's busy, but I hope we get more. Um, I always feel guilty saying that. Do you ever feel guilty saying that? Like guys put out these bands like bust an ass for like a year, year and a half, and they're gr- doing the grind, right? And then they put out this great album, and then we, we sit here and we love it, and we have these quarterly episodes, and we're like, this is great i can't wait to get more and i just imagine these bands sitting there like hey fuck off man can you just sit back and relax and enjoy the album for
3: a year or two (laughs) you know i i do feel guilty sometimes saying stuff like that but well yeah it's said out of love right it's just because we're so trained on the music cycle being so fast right right um no I, i i love the pick it's a great album i had the pleasure of speaking with him finally this year i've been trying to get him on the show for a couple years and was finally able to do it I'm very happy about it great dude with a great perspective if you haven't checked out the interview i think it was back in i think june or july um maybe september. yeah
2: it came out in the second quarter so it was probably in that time frame
3: maybe september maybe um but yeah just a great album love it too uh, agree with everything you say man great stuff he's awesome he's great so what do you got
2: 18. We're moving along.
3: Another album that, from earlier this year, this is probably the most progressive album on my list for Skylab. This one's for you, buddy. I don't know if it's going to be on his list, but I consider this there's elements of of prog rock in this, but there's also elements of like Queensryche and Alter Bridge. um, Just a very well done album in terms of the arrangements, in terms of the uh, songwriting. I mentioned when I talk about Dead Blonde Stars, how the album is very atmospheric. This album is very atmospheric, but in a different way. Um, it's very just, it captures you. Um, and I just, I love everything about it. The album is relentless, and the band is empire. Just love this record, love everything about it. Again, you know, I think it's from the first quarter or second quarter that it came out. It was released in March. So just March 31st, just at the very end of the first quarter. But it still holds up very well. Cry Wolf is very great. Parasites, Waking Light are great songs. Forget Me, uh, Road to Nowhere. um, Just a fantastic job by another UK band. I believe that's the third UK band or fourth UK band on my list. Green Lung, uh those damn crows or these damn crows. Is it these or those? Those. No. Those damn crows, Babylon Stars and now Empire. So just a fantastic uh run for the UK band. Great scene over there in Europe and the UK. If you haven't checked out some of those bands, please do, but Empire is a very, very satisfying and fulfilling album.
2: Nice. Nice. I knew that was going to make an appearance. I didn't think it was going to be top 10 for you, um, but I had a feeling that was going to be on there. By the way, I, I, I didn't make a list for you. Year end lists are way too fucking hard to do that. <laughs> they, they are way too hard. I, I have a good feeling of what your top 10 will be, but I have no idea of the order whatsoever.
3: Yeah. I don't think you do.
2: So <laughs> there's going to be something new in there. Hmm. Possibly. Possibly. Um, well, let's put it this way. My number 18 has an artist that I think will be in your top five.
3: Okay.
2: Um, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. But um, my number 18 is much like the Mojo Funk album. Uh, it's just fun. Just everything about this is fun. And it got play after play after play after play. Um, it came up high in, in my third quarter list. It was number three in the third quarter. Um, but it's Soul Sorte from Blackbird Angels. I, it's just it's it's so much fun. And it it it's again, I I think I mentioned this when we talked about it last time. I love Todd Kearns. I love all his different projects and everything. So this album for me is is great because I think he's got such a great voice. We need to hear him singing more. Um but but, shut up mine all mine and oh on and on over and over best song in the album favorite song of the album i love it when the best song is also your favorite song right like it all just morphs together but that that's that's so good and then um who plays guitar in that band who was it mr Guns? guns well done on the guitar solo on that well that's such a great job um but, again, an in, in all-around enjoyable album. You just put it on, puts you in a good mood, keeps you in a good mood. You know, your feet are stomping on the floor. It's just... It's a smile maker. So, number 18, Blackbird Angel's Soul Sorte.
3: Good pick, man. Good pick, yeah. Great album, too, as well. I loved it. Um, Tracy's playing is absolutely phenomenal. Todd Kearns. It's Todd yeah. McKearns, man. He's yep. uh, one of the... Most underrated musicians, I think, in mu- in the music business. He's primarily the good, uh, the bass player for Slash's band, Slash and Miles Kennedy's band. He's also did a great album. I think it was was it last year, or the year before, with Minefield, which was just a big- oh,
2: such a good album. Yeah,
3: good album. He did yep. this one, um, but whatever, anything he does is just top quality, top quality. Yeah, so, um, yeah, good pick, man. Awesome. Thank you, sir what do you got at seventeen? Seventeen is I, I listened to this album. I had to go to Texas earlier this year to get our friend Rich's hometown and his uh, his festival that he was putting together. And I had a bunch of albums that I needed to listen to, or well, if I had listened to them, I needed to get more connected to. And this was one of them. Just a great, fun album. Very similar to the Struts in terms of just, it's very, it feel, makes you feel good. Um, Blackstone Rhino, or was it um, uh, the album that you mentioned? Black. Smokestack Rhino, the Mojo Funk. Very, very similar to Smokestack Rhino, where when you get done listening, I'm like, that was a lot of fun, man. I got to listen to this again. I, during our interview uh, that I had earlier this year with them, um, I said, this album would fit somewhere in the Mick Taylor era of the stones. Ah. And that is another album titled the fourth album, but this time it's not bourbon house. It's the record company at number 17, just a great, great record. Absolutely. Great. I just absolutely just love it. I mean, it's, it's just got elements. I mean, the first song dance on Mondays, I found heaven in my darkest days. Highway Lady is great. Talk to me. Roll with it is fantastic. It's got blues. It's got rockability. Rockabilly, I should say. Um, rockabilly. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Check it out, man. You'll, you'll enjoy it. You'll, you'll love this album. This is a good album to put on at a party. You can't go wrong with
2: it. Nice pick. My, um, so my, <laughs> My Seventeen came up in the fourth quarter. Um, I believe it was number three in the fourth quarter, but I don't quite remember. Either way, it was um, an album that was recommended uh, by Rich. So thanks, Rich. I, I greatly appreciate it. It's Appaloosa, The Shining Sun, Desert Rock, Stoner Rock, really heavy alternative Alice and Chainsy groove. Um, one of those that, and I mentioned this last time, that really got me through a lot of leg days in the fall. Um, but, and, and when we talked about it in the fourth quarter, I, I mentioned Wounded and Killing Maria, and, and those are the two best songs. So I'll switch a little and talk about Pelican, because I think it's a really great song that kind of, Kicks in the door to the album. It it's a huge, huge drum track. Not 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 hot for teacher kind of drums or painkiller kind of drums, but it's a, just a huge drum track for me at least. And it rolls right into Unbreakable with a great chorus. So if you're if you're if you're looking for um, something to get you through a workout, just to get you through a shitty day, um, to get you through a shitty commute. Um but put you in the nice a nice mindset when you're done. Throw on the shining sun from Appalooza. Again, just a, like a heavy, grungy kind of sound, but again, total metal drumming. Absolute metal. I don't know who the drummer is. I should have looked this up. I thought about it last time and I forgot. Um I would like to have given the the drummer a shout out, but um excellent drumming. If you're a drum guy, listen to this and tell me what I'm missing or what I should know. But number seventeen, Appaloosa, the shining sun.
3: Good pick, man. Nice pick. Other, right, we got. I need to, to revisit as well. This is a. It's a good.
2: Um, if you've got a long drive and you're kind of feeling sleepy, you know, you stop, get a coffee, throw this thing on, it, it, it'll get you through the next, you know, 120 miles. <laughs> So if you're driving, if you got to go drive the kid back to school, there you go. This is what you're throwing on.
3: <laughs> nice.
2: What do you got at 16?
3: 16, man. It is all about the blues, and it's a jam. It's a rock and roll album. It's a blues album, and it's whatever you want it to be. But it is a great album. Just great guitar playing. Just an absolute just balls-out album. And... When you, when you hear these songs live, it just goes to a whole nother level. Jared James Nichols self-titled album released earlier this year. It's an absolute fantastic record. Monster player. The guy is a finger picker. Um, one of the nicest dudes in music. Absolute just awesome human being. And Saw him twice this year. He was on that show that I had to drive to Wisconsin during that snowstorm. And then I saw him at Reggie's with Cage Willis and Pete Diary. So that was a, a great show. But he opened up for the Winery Dogs in Europe. And there's some rumblings about him and Richie Kotzen doing a project together. I mean, two amazing shredding. One's a blues shredder. One's more of a, a funk technical shredder but they both finger your pick. That's going to be amazing if it ever comes to fruition. But let's just focus on this album because this is where it's at. The self-titled album released earlier this year, Easy Come, Easy Go, is an absolute banger. song. Yep. Down the Drain is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Skin and Bone, Long Way Home, Shadow Dancer, Good Time Girl, just a whole bunch of great, awesome music. If you haven't checked out Jared yet, he is a bonafide guitar hero. Absolutely great album. Just, I can't wait to see him again live because he's just absolutely phenomenal. So glad I got to see him twice because originally the first time I was going to see him, he ended up breaking his arm. And oh, right, arm, right. He was touring with Georgia Thunder Thunderbolt. Yep. And then he did the tour with Tuck Smith earlier this year, which didn't come to Chicago. And we had both him and Tuck on, which was a fantastic, hilarious conversation. That was fun. Um, and then I had him on early, you know, early in the year to talk about the album. He's always a great guest, a great dude. Um, yeah, Derek Gaines Nichols' self-pedal album number two.
2: Much like I said with Appaloosa, if you're driving your kid back to college, put this on. This will get you through 120 miles and a speeding ticket. But that's on you. <laughs> That's a hell of a pick. I like it. Um, my number 16, we're going back to the fourth quarter again. Um, this was one of those... When I did my list, I I kind of laughed about how it kind of came out because I believe these two backed up, Appalooza and this band, were back-to-back in my fourth quarter list. So... But again, this is another one from Rich. It's another one that I talked about last quarter. It came out in December. And I am I'm completely infatuated with this album and this band. It's a band out of Israel, uh, Soul Kitchen Band. The album is around one. I mean, in a month, it went from I had never heard this to making 16 on my year-end list. That's that's that counts for a lot. <laughs> It's insane, but again, they're described as a heavy. They describe themselves as heavy, uh, hard psychedelic rock, and I think they're seventies esque, like surf music. It's it's, but it's it's just killer. Um, I want to bring like I talked about the road last quarter, so I I won't talk about that. But there's two that I really want to bring up to to kind of display what kind of band they are on top of the road, but. Sun is this really tight, cool jam, but a quick jam. None of that weird, proggy, hippie shit. It's just a sit on the beach, drink a crappy beer, and hear these guys, like, hammer it out. It's a, it's a lot of fun. But along those same lines is Spin. And I'll be honest with you, I'm trying to think right now. Spin might be an instrumental. I don't know. And if there's if it's not an instrument, it's very few lyrics. But it's just a... I wrote this down on my notes. I don't know if I said it last time, but I want to make sure that I kick it out. But spin is a badass mamba-jamba. That's how I described it in my spreadsheet. Badass mamba-jamba. So uh, if the 70s retro rock thing that was really prevalent, at least in the music that I listened to in 2023, if that's right up your alley... Soul Kitchen Band round one is is a hell of a lot of fun. And again, I'm sure I'm going to say this a lot more. I'm sure I've said it every quarter, but you guys have got to follow Rich at Fuzz Doom Rip. He's kicking out some ridiculous recommendations. In addition to all his reviews and monthly lists and yearly lists, the guy has a wealth of information. So uh, thank you, Rich, for introducing me to the Soul Kitchen Band.
3: Yeah, I've been been thinking about with Rich. And I've got a lot of stuff coming up at the first year in terms of shows, but if I can plan it out properly, I might do like a mid month episode of the top 10 stoner albums um, with Rich on the podcast.
2: Because it's between so- Rich and Turbo,
3: those two guys, they'll set you right. Rich and Turbo. I mean, because I, I was thinking about that genre. Out of all the sub genres of rock music, the, the, the desert, doom, stoner rock genre pumps out so much music.
2: So much music. And fucking killer album covers.
3: <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, it's just, it's just incredible. And I think if we don't do it this year, we're definitely going to do it next year. I think it's important to do a top-ten stoner rock album. Yeah, you know.
2: I think, honestly, b- between Rich and, and Turbo, those two guys... They'll set you straight. They'll they'll put out a hell of a list. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I have a little sub thread thread group post thing with with them. And every day, every day, they're throwing stuff out. And it's just like, holy shit, it's like an avalanche. Every day, it's just a dump truck backing up, beep, 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 and then, pff, you know, it's it's insane. Those guys are a wealth of musical. Uh, recommendations and suggestions. So follow Turbo, follow Rich. They're, they're they they will produce for you. <laughs> they will produce.
3: So we've got so many, and we're going to read the Groove Console list in the second part of our show because we've got fifteen to do on this one and ten to do on the next one. But everyone in our group is like fuckers. This is a bait and switch. Where's my list? <laughs> but like when you think of like the people in our group that. Share a lot of music, whether it's, whether it's Turbo, Rich, um, Skylab, yep, um, Robin the Ter- Hood, Terry, Robin yep. the Hood, has you know does a lot too. she's got a, her own little show that she does at East London Radio at the Heavy Rock Show. There's a lot that High Stick Mick. I mean, he comes up with some. Oh yeah, out of nowhere. So does so does McGee. And it's such a great group to be a part of. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll open it up to some of our followers join the group. But Everyone
2: submit monetary donations to me. Whoever submits the most gets in.
3: <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, you know, if, if, if I do allow people to join our group, the Groove Council, it's about music. We do a lot of different humor, but we stay away from politics. No one talks about politics, religion. You know, it's it's strictly about music. We might throw a little jab um, here and there about individuals, you know, in the news or whatever, but we don't stay on it. And it's certainly not agenda driven. It's all about how can we help each other to discover new music. So, but yeah, I mean, it's such it's so great having those guys in that group that just that just share a whole bunch of stuff. So.
2: I think you should. I think if you're if you're, I, I love I absolutely love the idea of of the of a stoner episode, or stoner desert. Um, I think that's great. But I also think if you're going to do that, you should throw an episode out there. you got to bring Kaz on and let her introduce you to the world of metalcore. Do it. Do it. Do it. The
3: world of metalcore. I just can't <laughs> get there. I just can't. It, there's, some that's like, there's some that's really good that, that that does have some really cool melodies, but then... There's others. I don't like the growling and I don't like the overproduction, the over, over compression. I just, I just don't, I just can't get there.
2: I'm going to work with Kaz and Izzy. I'm, I'm going to work with them. I'm going to put gonna together
3: have, a playlist for you. I am going to have Kaz and Izzy on the show because even though I'm not necessarily the big fan of that genre of music, I do think it needs, it needs to be talked about because it is a, It's popular. Music today. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, I've I've completely forgotten where we are.
3: (laughs) number 15, I think.
2: All right. What do you got?
3: Well, another band from my fourth quarter list. Mm. Um, Another album from my fourth quarter list. What more is there to say about this band? i talked about it extensively in the fourth quarter. I've talked about the front man... Lead guitar player extensively throughout the years. It's marvelous three, and it's the fourth album. Just a another just abundance of fun. I would say the Struts record company and marvelous three. There's a couple more that are extremely a lot of fun. In a time where you know we're, we're burdened with the news every day and how we're fed fed the news. It's nice to have an outlet of some fun music, and those three certainly delivers with just a a great album. This is a band that existed in the late 90s um, It had a relatively small success, but an impactful success, and the lead singer, Frontman, went on to be one of the biggest producers in the music business at Butch Walker, and he's also got his solo career as a singer-songwriter. He's got phenomenal music. But this was his band... Before that, and then he had a couple other ones prior to Marvelous 3, but then it was mostly in South Gang in the early 90s that was at the tail end of the glam era. Um, and then he went on to, to be who he is. And he's such an incredible performer. If you ever get a chance to see Butch Walker live, I always say go see him. I don't know how many more shows Marvelous 3 will do in the new year, if any, but if they ever come, you got to go see him. But Jackie and Tina is a great song. I mentioned post. Four singers, Death, Depression, PTSD. Great song. um Kill a Motherfucker that breaks your heart. <laughs> great song. My old school, Metal Heart. Devil Made the World While God Was Sleeping. And uh, She, Sheila is just a great tune. I mentioned a lot more on the fourth quarter episode. But get this album, Marvelous Three, Four.
2: If you know what I, 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 love, I love about this thing?
3: With, with one, I think it's the third album with four. We had this one, Record Company, and Bourbon House.
2: Oh, you're right. Um, You know what I love about this pick for you, from you, is I think if people listen to the show enough or have listened to the show enough over the years that they know your thoughts on The Marvelous Three, and they should by now know your, your, your thoughts on Butch Walker. But I think this... This is going to sound like I'm blowing sunshine up your ass, but I I think it adds to your credibility as a music fan that one of your favorite artists and one of your favorite bands put out an album that you liked, but that you didn't just automatically slide it in as like a top three, you know, like it, 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 I think it gives a lot of credibility to your lists that like, Hey, love these guys, but there is better stuff out. Not, not better, but there are albums that I liked more. It's not just a default, like, Oh, hey, Rival Sons put out an album. It has to be number one. Or, you know, hey, the Pretty Reckless put out an album. It has to be. You know, like there are people. Or, hey, Taylor Swift put out an album. It has to be like the best album of the year. You know, I I, I appreciate the credibility of this pick. Is essentially what I'm trying to say. So,
3: nice job. Well, thank you. No, I appreciate that. I, I it's it's very easy to put this at number one or in my top five because right. of how much of a fan I am and how much I really genuinely love the album. Um, but. I, like you said, I, 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 take this very serious. As much fun as we do have, I take right. the ranking shows serious. And if there are albums that I listen to more and enjoyed more, I'm going to put it ahead of it. As much as I would love to have Butch Walker win everything every single year he puts music on. Um, I still love it, but. Right. Yeah. Which, which makes me think, um, Wait till you hear. Not. I'm not going to say anything. Not going to say anything. So, um, but no. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it.
2: I'm starting to believe that Dolly Parton has snuck her way into this fucking list. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, uh, so my 15 is uh, an album that I was referencing earlier. An album that I listened to a lot this year. And when we made. When I started making my list, I was like, this has to be a top 10. It has to be a top 10 album. Yet here we are, and it's number 15. Um, It made my third quarter list. It came in at number five. It will forever be an album that reminds me of my trip this summer to Hawaii. It will forever remind me of sweating my balls off while working out outside in the ridiculous humidity because I just kept listening to it over and over and over again. But the album is Super Skull and it's from a band called Black Rainbows and it's just it's just 70s hard rock and 90s stoner kind of groove grungy groove. Uh, Not not grunge, but a 90s groove. Uh, It's such a it, it, it's such a fun high paced album um, Megalomania is a you know all, out of all that description that I come at you with Megalomania it's a bluesy sterner stoner kind of track it's I don't know but again like I, I know I remember talking about fire in the sky when we did this in the third quarter because that was my favorite song but it it has to be talked about again if you haven't listened to this album and you, you're looking for one song, Throw on Fire in the Sky It's this monster riff that starts, and it's just pace and pace, and it, it just keeps going and getting bigger and bigger. It's one of those songs that, that and everyone has these. I certainly t- remember one from the fourth quarter in an album um, that when you play a song, as long as you're not listening to it on vinyl, you automatically play it again. You know, you're in the car, click, got to play it again. You're in the car, click, got to play it again. Um, That's what Fire in the Sky is for me. But it's a a really enjoyable album. Uh, Black Rainbows, Super Skull. And again, I believe this is another Turbo recommendation. So much like we've been talking about, Rich and Turbo, Rich and Turbo, Rich and Turbo. So thanks, Turbo. I appreciate it again for this album. Black Rainbows, Super Skull.
3: Black Rainbows, hey. Not an album I'm familiar with, but another album I'll add to the list to listen to after the show. And a killer album cover. Absolutely killer album
2: cover. And if you go on their Bandcamp site, I think it's Heavy Psych is their label. They have like a ridiculous amount of really cool-looking vinyl. I'm sure some of it's been sold out, but it's just one of those. It's it's super cool. Um, But again, yeah. So what? That's my fifteen. What do you got at fourteen? Because we're getting close
3: now. We're getting we're getting to the tough parts. Yes, yes. It, it's been tough all list, but these these are excruciating decisions. I will tell you, as you, as you know, as you just said, you know, the marvelous three pick at fifteen for me. Um, my number fourteen going back to the UK, and it's the Dust Coda with Loco Paradise. It's a fantastic record. Another one from my is it from the fourth album? Is that fourth quarter or third quarter? That
2: came out in July. So that's a third quarter.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um love this album. And and love talking to John. Every time we get a chance to talk with John, it's just awesome. good dude. Seems like a really good dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean the experience opened up for Guns N' Roses. He talks about but he really talks about this album, especially a lot of it was written during the pandemic. Um, and a very introspective album too, as well. Uh, just like, like a lot of things that were happening, a lot of things that were going on again, Mm -hmm. always love that stuff. But local paradise has, in my opinion, one of the best songs released all year, if not the best, and that's free, all the dancers. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, like the way it starts is not the way it ends. Right. It's, it's epic. It's epic. Um, it takes a lot of balls to put out a song like this or record a song because you really bring the listener in with what you're doing in the first part. And then you let the listener decide whether he wants to continue with where they're going with it or stop. And that's gutsy, but it's so magical. We talked about it. It's kind of like their Layla of Derek and the Dominos. I mean, that the break in the middle of the song is very similar in terms of Not how it sounds, but just how it was done. But it's just all out. Just a lot of cool elements in this album. There's like Zeppelin. There's there's, just his voice is just incredible on this record. The band sounds incredible. like Zeppelin-esque. There's like 80s glam style and a little bit here and there. There's some grunginess to it. It's just killer songwriting. I mean, Road to Hell is a great song. Fairweather Love is fantastic. Love Sick, Call Out the Dogs. I can really, pretty much list every song on the album since you've been gone. It's a great tune. Go get Local Paradise. It's a great, great follow-up to Mojo Skyline. They released at least a couple years ago. Those yeah. two albums, if, if you want to dive into The Dust Coda, those two albums are just absolutely phenomenal. You will come out a diehard fan listening to those back-to-back. I Love Mojo Skyline. I, because of Free All the Dancers, I go with Local Paradise. It's fantastic. Ooh. Wow. I go the
2: other way, but that's certainly, that, you know, they're both really good albums. And The Road to Hell, I know it was their single. um, That's such a, that's the foot stomper, right? Like, that's the one. If no one has heard of these guys, Now's Your Shot. Throw on the road to hell. That's such that's a that's such a good time, that song. Right? It gets you in the mood. It gets you in the mood for more music.
3: The whole song. album is, is just epic. I mean, it, it really is very well done, very well put together. Again, can't recommend it enough. Great, great band from the UK.
2: Nice pick. Nice pick. So my 14 is is an album that did not make a list. It came out March 31st, at the end of the first quarter, on that day with just a ton of stuff. Uh, I didn't listen to it, I think, until the following week. Um, and it's, it's a band out of Germany. It's a band that Rich recommended, again. Um, and they're melodic they're riffy and they have a Hammond organ i mean come on like come on this is this is another one of those bands i was talking about earlier where this great like retro 70s rock thing that was popular this year this band has it and has it in spades and the album is Poseidon the band is Mount Atlas and if you're into like that whole Classic rock, retro rock thing, and you love an organ. Game over. This this, this is it. Um, every song, literally every song, made my list. Uh, Down to Earth, Throne of Gold, Open Sea, the title track beside. But the two I want to chat about is Magic Potion has this amazing groove. If this song, if this, if this podcast was the groove rocks. This would be the song that you you send out to people. Uh, Magic potion, the groove. You gotta listen to it. You gotta hit this, and, and tell me if you like it. But more importantly, the song "Alien Sunrise" is probably my second favorite song of the year, and it was my favorite song. You know, it, it was back and forth, but there's such a energetic, uplifting feel. And then the chorus hits, and it's... I don't know how to describe it. It, It's one of those songs that you know that kind of leaves you speechless. And I I am one who does not have a big vocabulary, so I'm not going to sit here and try to wax poetic when I can't. It's just a great song. Um, If you're not interested in listening to the album, placate me. Listen to Alien Sunrise. You'll love it. Everyone out there, go listen to Alien Sunrise. Then buy the album. But listen to Alien Sunrise, it's so good. So again, if you're, um, again, I don't think these people listen. I love, I wish they would. But if you're, if you're one of those fuddy-duddies that complains about there's not enough rock music, new rock, but you love classic rock, this is an album. If you, if you know those people, you're listening, so you know new rock. But if you, you know those people out there who need, want something new to listen to, throw this album on for a fuddy-duddy. They will love it. They will thank you. They'll give you a thumbs up, and then you get to feel cool because you're sharing music. I mean, sharing music is is cool. Being nice, very cool. Sharing music, equally cool. So that's my number 14, Poseidon from Mount Atlas. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, thank you.
3: Nice pick. Great pick. I agree. Sharing music is fun. Um, and for those that are listening for the first time, we haven't figured it out yet, we cater these lists to rock music and we really dive into the new bands and new artists probably over the last 10 to 15 years and before that. I yep. to say that there's no legacy acts. I know you mentioned. Um,
2: I'll have one coming up.
3: Yeah, I know. I, I think. Yeah. And I'll have a few, a, a couple of my lists that have been around for a while. Yeah. Most of it is new rock because we think so highly of it. So please, you know, if you're listening to this stuff, we encourage you to check out the artists and bands that we're talking about. And then in part two, we bring the groove console selections in. That's when things really pick up, with a lot of bands that are going to be names are going to be thrown out. So get your uh, get your hand and your pen ready to write these stuff down. So, yep. All right, what do My you got fr- for thirteen? Yeah, another fourth quarter album that I absolutely freaking love absolutely love this album. Just a fucking great... Preparing for this, I revisited it again, even though I revisited it, I listened to it so much in the fourth quarter, but it's so well done, and it's crafted so well, and the songs are so thoughtful, and again, you know, talks about a lot of things that are happening in the world, and her perspective, and It is Emily Wolf, and the album is The Blowback. It's a a killer record, a sneaky good guitar player. That's just absolutely fantastic. I mean, some of the songs that I've mentioned before, Silencers, great, Dead End Luck, Walk In My Shoes, Road to Ruin, uh, Rock Bottom on a High Wire is great, Hopeless in Panorama, uh, Second of Relief, Can I Read Your Mind, Lover, all great, great songs. Great job by Emily Wolf this was this album that was recommended to me for an artist that was recommended to me by Jason of the all things blues and Southern rock podcast, another great podcast as well. And, um, yeah, just love everything about it. Love what she does. I hope she comes to Chicago in the new year. Cause I can't wait to check her out live.
2: Nice pick. Nice pick. Um, my, my 13 is kind of where my list starts going. Like <laughs> it kind of blows up because um, it was a high-ranking album. It was my number two in the second quarter. Um, In in my notes, are very simple on this album. Soul, 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 guitar playing. (laughs) Soul, 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 guitar playing. Um, And it's A Man of Soul from Darnell Cole and the Vibe. Uh, our friend Carl from new classic rock in North America turned me on to him just, just an absolute pleasure to listen to this. It, it's one of those where you, know, you kind of put the headphones on, you pour a glass of bourbon and just sink into whatever seat, you know, you're listening in and you just sit there and you can just imagine him on a small stage, just playing and singing and bringing it, um, I can't believe this didn't make my top ten. This was a number two and a quarter, and it didn't make my top ten. So, Darnell, if you're listening, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I love every single song, um, but my favorite is easily The Closer. It's Fly On. Um my notes here say it perfectly encapsulates everything from the album, and it is. I mean, it's the the emotion he puts into his playing, much like Aaron Jones. You, it really comes out, and and it it, it saturates the headphones. Right? It it's just it's there. Um, I'm kind of mad that I didn't make it higher, but that's the rules, right? Uh, absolutely love this, and, and I want to note that I think a couple weeks ago, maybe early December, late November, he put a live album out of this album that was recorded during his UK tour from over the summer. So if, you, if you've if you listened to this and you, and you really enjoy it, there's a live album out that is just absolutely sensational. So definitely check that out, but my number 13, Darnell Cole and the Vibe, A Man of Soul. Such a great album.
3: Yeah, if I remember correctly, that made my top ten of the quarter list. I think um, it did, yeah. Yeah. Carl's a great resource, too, for new music. New Black yep. in North America is just a great uh, follow on Facebook and Twitter. Um, but, yeah, he does a great job. you're listening, Carl, get better. I know you've had the oh, run, he's been under you know, the weather, yeah. Been under the weather now for pretty much a whole month with... Uh, blue that's been going around with like a chest cold and now you've got COVID. So hopefully your your new year begins better than the last year ended. So Yep. Alright. Number 12. What do you got for 12? Yeah. I think this, this again shows the difficulty of these lists. It really does because when I look at this list and I look at this album, I say to myself, There's no way this is not in the top 10, but it is because there's so many good albums in the top 10 and this is kind of on the outside looking in and it's no reflection of how, you know, how good it is or what I think about it. It's a, another fun album. The very, it's probably the band's most aggressive sounding album and Mm Yeah, I, like I said, I can't believe it's at number 12 because I <laughs> enjoy this album so much. But there are so many albums that I enjoy. So it's been a while since this band put out an album. It's been a while. And I know it's very popular within the group. Um, and that is Primal Forces by Lachinga at number 12. As I said, I can't believe it's not in my top 10, but I can't believe it's not your top 10 either, you bastard. <laughs> it's such a kick ass album I mean, where do I begin with it I know I talked a bunch about it in the fourth quarter uh, in our fourth quarter rankings which you can check out as well as the third, second and first quarter throughout the year, every year but honestly this album just is just incredible, Light It Up as the beginner, Ride the Dragon, Bolt of Lightning, I mean these three songs I don't know if there's an album on this list that has this much of a punch to start an album. I mean, this, like, if you're not ready, you better get ready because it freaking delivers. I mean, it's absolutely great. And of course, as Chris and I talked in the fourth quarter and I mentioned with the Jeff Dakota having a great song with free all the dancers and stars fall is mm-hmm. a, an absolute yeah. song. I actually think this is the best song the band has ever done, and I really love their older stuff too. But this song is just absolutely fantastic. If they were to make a video for a track, this is the one. This is the one to do. But again, to Carl and the boys, Carl was the first guest that I ever had on this show, uh, first artist that I ever had on the show, I should say, and um, still has the greatest. What hooked you on rock and roll? Answer. Yes, he did. Yes, he did, and. Fan from Canada, fan from the Vancouver area. Um, Vancouver? Hope. But it is such a fantastic album. And I cannot believe that it is not in my top 10. It it variable well could be number 1 on any given day. But it's just a great album and that's my pick for number 12.
2: That's a nice pick. And you're right, very popular pick within our group, yeah. Um, Much along the same lines as what you you just said about your number 12, is my number 12. It's an album that, um, much like one I mentioned before, I kind of forgot about for a while. And then about mid-September, I came across it. And it's been in steady rotation since. And it, it made my list in the first quarter. It came in at number six. But it's another one that just sticks with you. Uh, I think you, you, you it's, it's the first crossover we've had. Uh, and, and you said it best. And, and I completely agree with you. It hits that, that blues, rock um, comfort zone for both you and I. And it's just it's it's awesomeness, and it's a it's a stellar stellar follow up to Black Magic, stellar follow up, and it's the self titled album from Jared James Nichols. Um, it's a thumper, right? Like every song, like you were saying, every single song is "Easy Come, Easy Go," the solo and hardwired, the solo and bad roots down the drain this <laughs> is so, so good but like uh, skin and bones uh save I mean everything about this is great but it also it also kind of fits with some of the other albums on my list some of the albums that you were talking about in that this is this is just one of those that you put on like like I put on Baracho and I get angry but angry in a good way right like and, and I I kind of feel better like hey there's someone out there who's who's Screaming about shit that makes me angry, right? Like and, and it makes me feel good. But like albums like this, or or Lechinga, right? Like you put these albums on and, and you're just you're happy, you're smiling, you're feeling good, right? Like, like your body's getting into it. That's what this album is. This is just a feel-good blues rock masterpiece that makes you feel good and somehow is only a 12. You know, it's, it, 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 that's, that's the, the downside to making lists, right? You got to make some painful choices. Um, so in the event that, that, uh, Jared is listening, you put out a monster album. I, I hope it brings you all the success that you had hoped for with it. It, it, it's, I I enjoy it so much. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. Great album.
3: Yeah. Fantastic album. Absolutely. Uh, no. I echo your thoughts, as I mentioned prior when I listed it at 16. Great pick for number 12. Yep, absolutely.
2: All right. We're getting we're getting close to the top 10. <laughs> yeah,
3: our, la- our last pick in part one of our top 25. You can check out part two, which goes from 10 to 1. On the next episode, that will be released in a couple of days. We'll also have the roof Council members list, as well as our top EPs. And some surprises along the way, perhaps. I don't know. But at number 11, this is now our third album that we picked. Our first was Those Damn Crows. Oh, right, right, right. Then Jared James Nichols. And I got to go with number 11, Aaron Jones, Chronicles of the Kid. Just a great choice. The thing that stands out, and I echo a lot of your thoughts that. This album should be gigantic. He should be an artist. And I think he's on the way to becoming an artist that is known and an artist that is really the face of of rock music. His guitar playing is first class. He really is. I mean, just his touch, his feel, his phrasing is just. World class, um, can't say enough about that. And then the songs are just really, yeah. perfect, you know, I mean, again, a, a guy that speaks to a lot of the things that are happening around yeah. the world observing. Uh, My America is a great track, yeah. example of that. Uh, filthy is great. Get high is great. The sky is crying. Um, love, straw man, blood in the water. I mean, it just, just a great writer, a great artist. Um, I know he works a lot with Scott Stevens, who I on the show early on in February of 2023, but I need to see Aaron live. I really do. And I'm Good ashamed shame for not being able to experience that yet because I have a feeling it's just got to be off, off the charts. Can you imagine
2: a show with him and Jared James Nichols? Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 just, the power, right? The, the playing and the power of the two of them, they're the same, but very different at the same time. Right.
3: Like they both have a, they both have an incredible presence.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very true. God, that would be great. Sorry. I interrupted. Please continue.
3: (laughs) I'm pretty much done. I mean, that's uh, that's my number 11 pick and uh, looking forward to hearing yours.
2: That's a hell of a pick. That's a hell of a pick. Um, so, um, my number 11 is is, is where the, like, the big shakeup kind of begins, right? Like stereotypical, your four number ones are going to be, in theory, like in your top five, right? Well, my, one of my number ones comes in at 11, and I feel really kind of, I legitimately feel bad about this. I've had a chance to correspond a lot over the months with this artist and really cool dude. And uh, it's someone that, that Rich and Robin the Hood and Turbo, they've all turned to me on to. I knew the name. I didn't know much more about him. Um, but he's in a number of projects. But uh, my number one from the second quarter was of a morning from Hot Spring Water, and it somehow is at 11. And Tony Reid, if you hear this, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> this is a shoe in for top five. And, and I don't. I don't know, but it, this is, um, this is clean. It's, it's excellent songwriting and it's excellent storytelling. And it's, it's very, very clean. And I don't know that that maybe is the best descriptor that I can use, but it's, it's what comes to me, um, How he describes, like, the area that he comes from and how it comes through in his lyrics, and then it comes out as the sound is, is, is so wonderful. Uh, that, that's what I love the most. Um, I don't know if I talked about this last time, but the song Blackwater Fever, I, I, to me, it comes off as a song about mental health struggles for a soldier or a sailor. Uh, I don't know if that's the deal. But it's a powerful song, and then you have this, like, solo that just... I'm a solo person, and the solo is great, but it, it actually matches the tenor and the feeling of the song. And and if the song is indeed what I think it's about, that's a, that's a huge thing to, to not just kick a solo out, just to have a solo on a song that's so deep, right? Um, I, and I think that says so much about what this album is about. but. You know, Winter Child is so melodic and catchy. It's a wonder. It's easily my favorite song on the album, but but the frustration that he can convey. And um, God, I, this is such a great album. And and again, it's, it comes in at 11, and I feel terrible about this. But at the very least, I hope this sets as a backdrop for how much I really like the 10 albums that are above it. Um, so number 11... Tony Reed's band Hot Spring Water and the album is of a morning. It's hard. It's hard to put a number one at 11. (laughs)
3: That's hard. (laughs) Well, again, as we talked about, it just speaks to the quality of music that was released this year. I mean, compared to last year where there was some really great music, I really think there was a lot more than people think in terms of what was great this year. I think people kind of I don't know, maybe got a little fatigued. But I um I, yeah, I mean when I'm putting Lachinga at twelve or Jared James Nichols at sixteen, Marvelous yeah. 13, fifteen and Duscota doesn't make my top ten and Aaron doesn't make my top ten, this is a great this is a great year for music when that when that problem happens and as much as of uh, of problem problem <laughs> problem. Yeah, as, as like you're trying to like you're looking at your list and you're like, man, how does this not get in my right. top ten? But then you look at your top ten, I'm like, "God, oh, love these albums too. It, it's difficult, but yeah, I mean, if you're listening, please check out this stuff. This stuff is great, and um we have uh, a joy doing it, and, and even though it's excruciating at times... And uh, a pain doing it. <laughs> uh, make sure you take the Tylenol, you know, because yeah. it's a little painful, but... Nevertheless, man. Once again, this has been part two of our top twenty-five lists. And check out in a couple of days, we'll release top top ten and part one of our list. And we'll also include lists from members of the Groove Council as well as our top EPs. And uh, thanks again, Chris. And we'll talk in a couple of days after we kind of get refreshed. Get ready to record our, our top ten.
2: Go go get some more coffee and get ready.
3: Absolutely, man. Thank you Thanks. very much for doing this. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year to all of you. Take care of each other. Have fun this year. Let's, uh, let's learn to smile a little mm-hmm. bit more than we have in years past. We deserve it. We'll talk soon. Take care.
0: the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. What's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom is My mom right there. From Airship.